Hi, and thanks for joining us here at Rose Quartz Mediumship Podcast, where we simply adore anything and everything healing and metaphysically based. I want to tell you a story about a dear friend of mine and an interaction that I had with her. So I have a beautiful friend, Trisha Robinson, and she runs Dream Keeper Art Studio, and she is really beautifully tapped in with spirit in a different way than I'm connected to spirit, but no less intense. And one of the ways that she connects with spirit is through art. And she creates these really beautiful canvases that are healing in nature. And I've got multiple of her canvases in my house and I just adore them. And I adore the way that she unapologetically connects with spirit. And in the days leading into my wedding, I was working on something pretty intense. And Trisha was completely unaware of this. And I ended up speaking with her. And she said to me, I had this vision of you. And this is going to sound a little bit funny. But you had a penis. And you cut it off. And she went on to just talk a little bit about the vision that she had and the way that she had received it. And she didn't try to explain it. And she didn't try to make sense of it. She just allowed that message to come through and be shared with me for me to process in any way that I wanted to process. And my heart smiled so big when she told me about the vision and I said I can explain that and that makes a lot of sense and I explained to her that as I was heading into my wedding I really had to look at a part of me that I was struggling with, if I'm being honest. I have always carried a lot of strength and stability and structure for myself. And after I'd gotten divorced quite a few years ago, I started standing in divine masculine energy far more intensely than I ever had before. And it was a byproduct of things that were happening in my life, the divorce that I was going through and the fact that I was the sole person responsible for the finances in my house and my children. And I needed to carry that divine masculine energy. I needed to be my own structure. I needed to be my own stability. I needed to be 
my own protection. And as I was headed into my marriage with Kevin, I recognized that I didn't want to hold that energy in that way anymore. And it was something really vulnerable and difficult for me to figure out how to step out of that energy. And I want to say that I didn't have to. I didn't have to step out of that energy. It was a choice that I got to make for myself. And I wanted to be in more divine feminine energy. I wanted to allow him to hold that structure and stability and protection. But he couldn't hold it if I was also trying to hold it. And I knew that as we stepped into our wedding day, that I had a choice about how I wanted to show up in this marriage, in this relationship. And I knew that I wanted to allow him to hold that energy for us, which meant that I needed to learn how to soften and follow more and be in more divine feminine. And as much as I wanted that, it was difficult because me standing in divine masculine energy was something that was really required as I went through a transition in my life previously. And so to step out of that energy was incredibly vulnerable for me. And I had to really be with myself. I had to really sit with myself. I had to really love myself and love him. And this is not something that came from him. It came from me. It came from me wanting a different dynamic in my marriage, in my relationship. It came from inside of me. But that didn't make it easy. It required me to bring a very different level of vulnerability to myself and to the relationship. And so in the days leading into the wedding, I really worked intensely on that part of me and really loved that part of me and was with that part of me so that I could have the kind of dynamic inside of my relationship that I wanted. And again, it's nothing he asked for. You know, he loves me just as I am and wasn't trying to change me. But it was something that I wanted. I wanted to give that to myself. I wanted to give that to him. I wanted to give that to our children. And it wasn't easy. It was a bit of a struggle. It was work. And that's okay. It was beautiful work. 
It was intense and deep and vulnerable work. And her vision was just so divinely right and accurate and authentic and real for what I was going through. And I hadn't shared that I was doing this work. But it was such a beautiful reinforcement of the work that I was doing and that she could see it energetically. And so I kind of laughed and shared with her what I was working on. And if you've worked with Trisha, if she's done a painting for you, you'll know that she has this really addictive giggle. And she giggled. And in the most loving way, told me that it was beautiful to watch me do this work and that it was important work for me, which I already knew. But that mirror back was really gorgeous. And later that night, I was sitting with our conversation and saw so many mirrors not just in the vision that she had received from spirit and the message there that I was in fact stepping out of that divine masculine energy but in the way that she delivered it and it really allowed me to reflect upon previous versions of me and how I am also in the place where I don't try to interpret the messages that come from spirit. I believe that it's my job to share them. And sometimes they're crystal clear and sometimes they're not meant to be crystal clear for me. They're meant to be crystal clear for the person who I'm sharing the message with, which means that it's not my job to interpret and try and understand what that vision from spirit is. And previous versions of me were insecure in my connection and relationship with spirit. And as a result, I would frequently want or try or reach for clarification to understand the vision more deeply and kind of bring it into a mind-based place rather than allowing it to just be in spirit and analyze it and make meaning out of it. And that's actually not my job. And it took a lot of work for me to be in the space where I could receive a message and pass it along without the desire to understand it, analyze it, make sense of it, interpret it. But to simply share it and be unattached to what it meant to the person who was receiving it. And so it was just such a beautiful opportunity for me to sit with myself, not just in the original message that she shared, but in the mirror that she was showing me of how I also share these messages and the way that I receive them without the desire to analyze and understand and make sense of a message but 
to simply recognize that it is my job to channel the message and the person's job to interpret it. And that interpretation is their work, not mine. And that if I allow my insecurities to bleed into the interpretation, that that's not fair. That's their work. And it's important work. Because the person receiving the message gets to work with the message any way they want. But if I try to explain too much, then I'm changing it. I'm shifting it. And that's not my job. And so it was just such a stunning experience for me to have not only received the message and the validation of the work that I was doing, but also the reflection and the mirror that I can see in my own personal growth and development with my relationship with spirit in the way that Trisha moves through the world. And when I was done with the meditation that I'd done that night, I was just filled with so much gratitude that I have these beautiful souls in my life like Trisha who provide me opportunities to reflect and see mirrors and see myself through them in so many various different ways. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that and I hope that you have a version of Trisha in your reality who mirrors things back for you to be able to see and reflect upon and be with and grow with. And if you literally like Trisha in your reality, she does create the most stunning canvases. She paints the most stunning canvases that are so healing and so activating. And if you want to connect with her, her name is Trisha Robinson and her business is called Dream Keeper Art Studio. And it is a beautiful investment in yourself and in your healing journey. And I hope wherever it is that this podcast meets you, whether it's morning, day, evening, or night, I hope that you're having a beautiful one.